Welcome back, friend. This is the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Micah McCray, and I appreciate you joining me. We have a little bit of a serious topic to discuss today. You see, oftentimes, when God's people begin to move, when God himself begins to move, when he opens doors, we talked yesterday on the program about the good hand of of God. When God's good hand begins to move and allow things to happen, it's amazing how almost without fail the enemy attacks. That begins to disrupt the enemy's plans. We're going to talk about the enemy today. We're in the book of Nehemiah chapter number two. We've looked at the intervention of God, and I'm so glad that God can intervene in our life and on our behalf. We talked about some requests that Nehemiah made, and now, just as things begin to move in a positive direction, what happens? The enemy attacks. Nehemiah chapter 2, I'll ask you to join me there. One of the greatest things about this ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated is the fact that we rely not on the efficacy of man, not on the personality of the preacher, not on the charisma of our legacy, all of those things. We rely on the Bible that precious old Bible. And today, you may recall, we've been playing a song or two on the programs. And today we get to hear from Paul Levine and Bob Finley sing a great old song about that old precious Bible. When the enemy attacks, who or where do you turn to? Do you turn to the pages of God's word? I sure hope so, because that's the only place that you will really find solace. The only place where you can find real peace. And so listen now to this good old song. Think about that old precious Bible as these men, Paul Levine and Bob Finley, sing for us. There's an old precious book, it's the Bible. All its pages are precious to me. For my mother once read me the story of the dear Christ of old Galilee. Sometimes it seems that in the twilight I can see her as she read to me the story o'er and o'er. There's an old precious book, it's the Mother 
Phenomenal song that was. I hope you enjoyed that. Paul Levine, of course, the founder of our ministry here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. I know that he dealt with the attacks of the enemy many times during his ministry, lifelong ministry, almost as an evangelist. For 60-something years, he served God in in an itinerant way, preaching all over the place. During his lifetime, for the majority of it, Bible Tracks Incorporated was a ministry that printed, produced, and distributed gospel literature around the world. And that has not changed, even though Paul Levine, sadly, has passed over to glory now 25 years ago. But thankfully, we don't rely just on the legacy of a Paul Levine to carry on. We rely on that old, precious Bible that they just spoke about. And when the enemy attacks, that's the best place to turn to. Find your place, if you would, in the book of Nehemiah inside your Bible. I hope you have one close by. If you don't, you can listen along as I read. Maybe you'd like to open up an app on your smartphone and listen along. But Nehemiah chapter 2, and we'll read verses 9 and 10, and then we'll give a little bit of context to what's going on here. Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 says this, Then I came to the governors beyond the river and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. Pause here for just a moment. You'll recall that Nehemiah was distraught about the state of his city, the fact that it had been torn down, the gates, the fences, the walls had been reduced to rubble, and it bothered Nehemiah because he knew without defenses his people were sitting ducks. And so he wept about it. He prayed about it. He fasted about it. And the next time he went to work and was serving as the king's cupbearer, the king noticed that he was sad and said, why is thy countenance sad? You're not sick. What's the problem here, Nehemiah? And Nehemiah, before asking a request of a king, even though this king was one of the most, if not the most powerful man on earth at this time, Nehemiah didn't ask something of him first. He talked to God. He spoke to God for just a moment, and then he said, King, I've got a problem. My city, the reason I'm sad, the gates are torn down. I have a request for you, King. Would you not only let me take a massive amount of time off of work, and would you let me go back to Judah, go back to Jerusalem and rebuild the walls? But also, would you give me some letters to give to all of the rulers in between here and there, letting them know that I should get safe passage, safe conduct through their lands? And then, would you give me a letter, basically a blank check, to go to your forests and to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, and get as much lumber and as much wood, as much solid materials as I need? Would you do all of those things? And the king said, sure. Why did he do that? 
Was it because Nehemiah was such a likable guy? Was it because Artaxerxes the king was just used to giving things away? No, we find the reason at the end of verse number 8 of chapter 2, the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. We talked about the requests that were made yesterday, and you can review that on our podcast. Just search for Bible Tract Echoes anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and you can find all of the archived versions of this particular program. If you're having trouble finding it, I could send you a direct link. You could text me directly, 309-316-7240. Again, text me directly, 309-316-7240. But we find here in verse number nine that Nehemiah says, then I came to the governors beyond the river. These are the ones for whom he had letters to take and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent, get this here, not only had he granted three requests, Nehemiah was three for three with massive requests, time off work, letters for the rulers between him and Jerusalem, and then a letter for for Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, three for three. Then also the king had sent, in verse number nine, captains of the army and horsemen with me. He had sent protection for Nehemiah. He didn't just let him go triapsing off by himself. The king cared enough about Nehemiah and the good hand of the Lord was upon him so much so that the king wanted him protected. But here we see the enemy gets riled up. Verse number 10. When Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of of Israel. Now, do you realize that there are people out there? Now, let me pause here for just a moment to say this. There are some that would foolishly assert that man in his core, at the center of his being, is a pretty good person. Now, I will say this. The Bible does say that the law of God is written on our heart. We know right from God, but the Bible also tells us that, that the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? Meaning who can control it? Who can have any idea? The heart, if it wants to be deceitful, very much can be. We are not at our innermost nature good people. That's why we need Jesus Christ. That's why God died for us or sent his son, I should say, to die for us on an old rugged cross some 2,000 years ago. And realize That there are people out there, sadly, without Christ. They need prayer. They need God in their life. But there are people alive right now and all the way down back through history that don't want the best for you. They actively want to combat and work against what God is doing or will do, wants to do in your life. And Sambala and Tobiah are two examples of that. You know what got them so angry? Not the fact that Jerusalem was going to be built back up. Not the fact that Jerusalem was going to be better defended and all those things. Here's what got them so very angry. Get this, if you would. In verse number 10, when they heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. This would be like an organization like the Red Cross or something like that coming into a nation that had been struck by a hurricane or earthquake or some disaster. And there being people there or in that area or neighboring countries that would get angry that someone would care so much and give of their time and their effort and investment to help the welfare 
of people that had been downtrodden and that were in affliction. That is how wicked these men, Senbala and Tobiah, were. Can I tell you, friend, that there might just be people that do not want the best for you around you. And you know what the best combat for that is? You know the best defense against that? It's the old, precious Bible that Paul Levine and Bob Finley sang about not long ago. That is the anchor upon which you can stand. That is the place, the foundational spot, where you can actually draw strength from when the enemy attacks. Now, this enemy... They're not going away anytime soon. Sam Ballot and Tobiah, they rile up, they roust out some friends, and they continue attacking. But tomorrow, we're going to talk about this topic. We need, you need, to get a burden for where you live. Get a burden for your place. Listen in tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.